Deepa, I hate cooking. Where can I start? Deepa, I've lost my way. How do I get back on track? How can I form a habit and be consistent on my diet? Deepa, do you believe one diet is better than the other? Deepa, I feel so overwhelmed. Deepa, I feel like I'm eating, but I'm not nourishing myself. I'm wanting to do a whole food, plant-based diet. How do I make sure I get enough protein? Hi, Deepa. My frustration is I changed. How do I get my spouse and kids on board? Hello and welcome. I'm nutritionist Deepa. I get questions similar to this all the time. I hope to answer them here, share some practical ideas, recipes and my conversation with other guests that will help all of us make sustainable lifestyle changes. And feel free to send me your questions and comments and I will answer them here too. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Ask Nutrition is Deepa and I hope you all are doing well. I hope you went to the grocery store and bought the persimmon fruit that I, that I talked about yesterday in my last episode of the podcast. Um, but anyway, today I'll be beating the drum about beets. Okay, beet the vegetable which which is bright. It is a bulb and a bright green, bright green, uh, vibrant top on top, and uh, the bulb is this like magenta, purple, red color uh, underground bulb that grows, and the greens are of course green in color, and they have this beautiful red purple veins running through it. It's sometime, it's very close to uh, the Swiss chard uh, or red chard vegetable that uh, we get in the market. So we'll be talking about the nutrition benefits of eating beets, the health benefits, uh, how to buy them and how to cook with not only the bulb, but also the greens. Okay, so another uh, interesting episode on uh, to get you guys try something new if you have not because you know there are i've i've noticed that there are lovers and haters of beets some people love it some people hate it they have um, different experiences for me food is medicine uh, even if i'm not a big fan of it i i try to incorporate it because what's my choice go on a medication which is which tastes even terrible and horrible and have side effects or i try uh, using foods which are which are uh, which have functional properties medicinal properties so i will come back to the beat in in few minutes but first i'm going to answer a question from a patient and uh, I really don't know who sent me this question, but um, the question was, hey, Deepa, I'm following a vegetarian diet, and how do I lose weight? Now, that's an interesting one, right? Because we are seeing more and more um, vegan and vegetarians and uh, flexitarians, which means people who are trying to cut meat. But this particular patient, it seems, is a vegetarian. Now, the difference, the main difference between vegan, vegetarians, plant-based is that vegetarians um, do not eat any meat, uh, not even fish. So they don't eat any red meat, chicken, uh, fish, but they do eat uh, eggs and milk and milk products. Okay, uh, vegans don't eat eggs, milk. Some vegans don't eat honey, and absolutely no animal protein, including fish or eggs. Um, and red meats and so on and so forth. So um, 
And then the whole food plant-based group is is an interesting one because uh, they are definitely vegans, which means they don't do any eggs or milk or dairy. Um, Their diet is also very low in uh, fat and uh, very high. I mean, those who do it correctly, whole food plant-based diet would be extremely high in, uh, in all kinds of vegetables. That group, those who do it correctly, again, eats a lot of vegetables and a lot of flavorful food food and uh, low-acting carbs from, uh, from lentils and beans and wild rice and red rice and uh, farro and barley and so on and so forth. So then we have whole food plant-based people, we have vegetarian, we have vegans, um, uh, we have uh, flexitarians and uh, so on and so forth. So going back to answering her question as to why she is gaining weight on vegetarian diet, uh, and I have my thoughts about it based on the research, that if you're vegetarian and if you're eating eggs and milk, there's a pretty good chance that uh, people on this particular, people who are vegetarians, they do end up doing a little bit over, they go a little bit over with the eggs and milk, which is basically cheese and dairy and uh, I mean yogurt and maybe the calories are coming from there so it may be worth it for her to evaluate exactly what she's eating from the still from the animal products now many times the hormones from the animals get passed on to us okay think about it if you are eating meat for uh, mainly for protein and iron you are bound to get the other uh, components of that meat in your body, right, which is predominantly uh, hormones. So they get passed on to us and uh, that may interfere with our uh, hormonal levels. And we see a lot of havoc in the body uh, when people are eating predominantly a lot of uh, meat products, including eggs and milk, specifically milk. Um, The quantity matters, uh, as I said. So for example, if she's, uh, I need to see exactly how much of what food group she's eating. For example, if she may be eating little too many carbohydrates, such as pasta or rice or potato, okay? She may be eating little too much fat, uh, maybe just instead of one tablespoon of peanut butter, maybe one fourth cup of peanut butter or, um, you know, a bunch of nuts because yes, nuts and seeds and peanut butter, they are a good option. But, but again, the quantity, we do not need a lot of food. That's the, that's the bottom line here. I think we eat too much food. We cook a lot. We take large portions of food. We store, we buy a lot of food. There's a lot of food around us. It's just the overload of everything, okay? So I think reducing the quantity might help. Looking at the quality, which which means what kind of uh, carb she's eating, what kind of vegetable she's eating, and again, how much she's eating is worth looking at. I've also noticed that some vegetarians, vegans go overboard on fruit. For example, especially the high sugar fruits like banana and grapes and uh, too many apples. Not not the green apples, but the sweet, the granny smiths of the world. 
And uh, our tendency as a human being is to go after something sweet, right? And banana grapes and um, apples are easy. They are easily available. Um, and people tend to like it. But I have seen people sit with like two pounds of grapes in uh, in a bowl. And uh, before you know, they have finished it. In terms of nutrition, banana really doesn't add much to our diet. Um, grapes, yes. But again, if you compare the nutrient density, which means the ratio of sugar to other nutrients, it's not, it, it doesn't take us into the berry family or um, any other um, like kiwi or pineapple, those type of fruits. So it will be important for her to evaluate exactly how much she's eating, what she's eating, when she's eating. You know, if there are any late night meals or if she's traveling, um, all those things are going to play a very important role on why she's gaining weight in spite of being being a vegetarian. Very recently, obviously in last one, one and a half year, I'm noticing that uh, my flexitarian people, which means people who are trying to cut down on meat and trying to eat vegan vegetarian options are relying on more and more processed food okay uh, case in point impossible burger now it is available at burger king again easy access to junk food so impossible burger is highly processed meat or analog okay so they have they have put together ingredients so that they look and feel to to resemble like meat okay so uh, gosh how should i say this so let's say a regular burger has 30 grams of fat which means two tablespoons of fat that's how much re regular burger kings or any fast food uh, burger uh, uh, amount of fat in 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 the fast food burger has it's like 30 to 32 grams and uh, Impossible Burger has 22 or 25, I believe. So not not that great. And it comes with a lot of chemicals. There, it, it is a lot of processing has been done. And remember, guys, the more we process our food, the faster we lose the nutrients and the lower nutrient density of that food is. Okay, so if you are absolutely strapped in the middle of nowhere and your only choice of food as a vegan, vegetarian or flexitarian is uh, walking into the Burger King and ordering Impossible Burger, go ahead and do it. But if you are in the middle of nowhere and then there is a Burger King, then I don't think you are in the middle of nowhere. I think you can still make a better choice. Um so be aware of the processed vegan vegetarian uh, foods which are coming out on the market. I mean, there's chicken nugget and sausages and, uh, gosh, uh, beef crumbles and uh, all kinds of meat analogs are coming out. Again, pay attention to the quality of the food and, uh, and uh, the nutrient density of the food. Mm, so... My take-home message for this patient would be uh, if she starts focusing focusing on getting, let's say, oh gosh, 40 grams of fiber, okay, which is a lot. <laughs> if we just start tracking just our fiber, 
we will notice or you guys will notice that your intake of high calorically dense foods will automatically go down because high fiber foods are low in calorie okay um, so even if she keeps a, uh, keeps a goal or aim of uh, 40 grams of fiber per day and maybe 10 to 15 grams of fat per day i think she will see some some difference in her <clears throat> in her health her inches her weight um, and it will be a, a overall a better diet for for her physical and mental health okay so that's kind of my two cents about why this may why this person may be uh, not losing weight on a vegetarian diet again uh, there are a lot of components to weight loss i'm just focusing on diet she may be deficient in vitamin d3 um, she may be having any uh, gi issues uh, what else? Sleep may be affecting her. So the, all these factors play a role um, in, in, uh, in, in the process of weight loss. So, uh, and you, you guys can also keep the goal of eating 40 grams of fiber and 10 to 15 grams of fat and see if that helps you in making, reaching your health goal. Um, anyway, so moving on. To the next topic like i said i'm going to be beating the drums about the beat right so as i was saying beat is uh, has a very uh, nice sweet uh, mild flavor and it's not like potato it's not as bland as 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 potato but it does have a um, very very unique taste uh, mouthfeel to it and taste to it and like i said uh, some people like it some people don't like it my goal here is to make you familiar with it and uh, and hopefully you guys can start uh, utilizing it uh, because that earthy sweet nice flavor is a good addition to uh, to our daily diet and most importantly it's easily available it's not a unique vegetable so why eat beets? First of all, what are two different kinds of beets? So we have red, purple, uh, like dark magenta color beets that we usually see in the grocery stores with, with bright greens on top. And then we have light, light golden color beets uh, that are occasionally seen in farmer's market or even in, uh, in regular grocery stores. Um, nonetheless, the red beets, the purple beets are, are extremely, and I mean really, like they are superfood. They are very high in, in a variety of nutrients, okay? They are full of um, phytochemicals such as phytosterols, uh, betanine, they are the leafy, the, the, what do you, uh, they are also high in magnesium, iron, phosphorus, uh, and B vitamins. The leafy green tops is the best part of beets, guys. And I, I've seen people throw that away at farmer's market. But again, the leafy green top is high in iron and calcium. Is an excellent source of vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin K. Now, vitamin K 
helps with our gut health and it helps the absorption of calcium. Now, who would think that beet greens are high in calcium? But remember, I always say greens and beans are, uh, are the really good source of calcium and absorption from these plant-based sources of calcium is much better than, than milk and dairy. So if you're really worried about your bones, you don't need to start eating more uh, cheese and drinking tons of milk if, you, if we just increase our intake of greens, okay? And these hearty greens like um, uh, these beet greens and Swiss chard and collard greens, so on and so forth, uh, our bone health is going to be important because like I said, it has a perfect um, combination of, of uh, magnesium, iron, phosphorus, vitamin K, and calcium, uh, which is needed for good bone health, okay? Uh, it is also high in carotenoids, which means vitamin A. I think it may be meeting, like eating 100 grams of beet probably gives us almost 100, 100% or more than 100% of our RDA, uh, our daily requirement for, um, for vitamin A. Very recently, the beets have become popular and that's why now we see beet powders and beet juice and so on and so forth because beet contains um, betanin and nitrates and nitrites. Now, the nitrates and nitrites in beets are not the same nitrates and nitrites that we get uh from the from processed lunch meat because remember we are trying to avoid the nitrite treated meats especially lunch meats right but it's not the same thing uh this particular nitrites that is found in beet gets converted to nitric oxide and that helps with the cardiovascular health which means it helps specifically it helps with your blood pressure okay so uh, the the beets have been studied extensively to improve your cardiovascular health okay and uh, the betanin itself has is antioxidant and anti-inflammatory which is uh, really a plus when we are trying to prevent damage because of ldl oxidation and DNA damage, okay? So the bottom line here is that beet greens and beets are, are super packed with variety of nutrients. Like I said, they help um, with, with bones, cardiovascular health. They are a perfect source of uh, potassium and folate and magnesium, iron, phosphorus, B vitamins, uh, and uh, vitamin K, phytosterols, nitric uh, nitrates and nitrite, uh, which then conver gets converted to nitric nitric oxide. Okay, so uh, those are the health benefits of of beets. Now let's see what to do with them, right? So, like uh, them many different ways of eating beets you can cook them and or steam them and uh, turn them into soup 
of course my favorite one is roasting because i really don't have time to stand and and even uh, <coughs> watch them boil so i wash my beets oh before i forget make sure guys you get organic beets because beets is one of those uh, vegetables which stay underground for a long period of time so more exposure to to chemicals in the soil so make sure you get organic beets they are organic beets are easily available and reasonably priced and again beating the drum about beets and frozen vegetables i have seen chopped beets um in the freezer section of uh, trader joe's okay i'm not sure if those are those were organic but if you don't have access to organic and you want to try something really quickly that can be your uh, plan b again have a have one bag of uh, those uh, frozen beets in your in your freezer to use it uh, in in emergency anyway so beet can be used raw boiled steamed roasted and pickled okay raw beets are of course very very firm in texture uh, very hard to eat i have tried grating them but another um, uh, tip that i want to give please do not do anything with beets especially washing and chopping and cooking but if you are wearing a white color shirt or kurta or burqa or sari or what have you just like turmeric beet stains will not go away okay so be careful of not staining your clothes with uh, when you are cooking with beets anyway so steaming and boiling will help uh, make the make them soft and you can they, just like sweet potatoes they take longer to cook um i just put them in uh, in the oven 400 degree fahrenheit for uh, gosh i don't know 35 40 minutes until until they become soft and then i uh, peel them gently and chop them and th those i can then just uh, you know use any kind of um, herb and spice to to flavor it up and then i use it as a topper as a side um or just for snack sometime okay so that's one way to use it the the other uh, interesting way to use beets is pickling your beets right because pickling in in the mix in the mix of uh, salt and vinegar water and spices and sometimes and i don't think we need to add extra sugar when we are pickling beets because beet has plenty of sugar there is people make sugar out of beets so there is no need to add extra sugar if you are pickling beets but making this brine solution of salt vinegar water and spices um, heating those thing heating the brine solution adding the beet pieces and uh, just just canning them almost you know or pickling it and that helps retain beets is vibrant color uh, it adds a little bit of tanginess and saltiness to the sweetness of the beets and uh, but pickling or canning is a process it's it's not something you can do immediately but i do a quick like a fast version of uh, of pickling my beets so what i do 
I uh, I roast my beets, and once they come out, I marinate them in a little bit of um, either apple cider vinegar or balsamic vinegar and a little bit of black pepper. And that's kind of my way of adding a little bit of acidity and uh, tanginess to the sweet beets. Okay, so that's about how to cook with, uh, with the beets. Now let's get to the green part of the beets, which I said are, uh, is so, so uh, nutritious and powerful. When it comes to cooking greens, I use this. When in doubt, use garlic with, to cook anything, especially greens. So all you have to do is thoroughly wash these greens, finely chop them, ribbon them, and then just with a little bit of broth and garlic, you can stir fry them literally for two minutes. It, it, it's, you don't have to cook for too long. And you will see that you may have five cups of uh, beet greens. It really comes down to one cup. It shrinks quite a bit. Okay. So just stir frying it. If you, are, if you are new to using beet greens, just stir fry it with a little bit of uh, broth. And if you, if you really want to use oil, then maybe a little bit of grapeseed oil or avocado oil and, and garlic and black pepper and turmeric. These are the three most powerful uh, spices I will use. Stir fry it for a minute and you have your um, sorted beets ready. Beets, uh, they are the beet greens are not bitter as uh, other greens, but they are a little sweet, sweeter, milder, um, almost like a version of spinach. Okay, so it's not it's not very intense flavored green like turnip greens or or kale. So anyway, so I hope you will uh, go and buy some beets and beet greens and. Uh, Try using it. Make sure you wash wash beet greens and beet uh, root very thoroughly because it does tend to um, hold some soil. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, stay on track. F- follow your goals. Set new goals. Small steps. Reach out if you are um, um, if you are struggling or if you need help. Until then. I wish you the best and uh, send me your questions and uh, I will answer them here and uh, talk to you soon. So today's episode is done, but if you want me to answer any of your question in my next episode of the podcast, then you can uh, email me at deepa at nutritionisdeepa.com or you can call and leave us a message at 630-839-9296 or you can contact me through Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nutrition is Deeper. Uh, I thank you for listening and I hope to stay in touch.